I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. I hope you are going super well. I hope you're loving your journals for those of you who have ordered and have had it delivered to you. So exciting to finally see it in your hands and I really hope that you guys love it. So be sure to hop on and get yours if you haven't yet. You don't want to miss out but honestly guys I'm so blown away by your support and the love around them. It's just so exciting. I'm so proud of this and loving that you guys are so on board with it. And it's just such a special little moment for me. It's been a big week for me the last week since we last spoke. I feel like I've been on a roller coaster, but just like with my own energy and feeling so much better. I've just, you know, we had a couple of big moon movements going on. So that always takes it out of you. And then just some personal things that were just really getting me into a weird weird vibe but you know what I had a moment where I was just like no I need to chill out need to relax and just go with the flow with everything and I'm feeling heaps better and really excited for the week ahead so to segue into this week's episode topic I basically want to bring up something I did outside my comfort zone earlier last week that has kind of inspired today's topic and whilst this particular thing wasn't a huge thing outside my comfort zone it was something different and I always say to you guys if you're just doing something that week that you just normally wouldn't do it's not a part of your usual routine or weekly schedule and it's just a bit different for you a bit unfamiliar that is classified as something outside your comfort zone so for me last week I was so lucky to be a part of a group of women who got to work out of the beautiful Joy Collective studio. I've talked about Lisa Heyman a few times on the podcast now. She's my go-to photographer. She's an absolute angel and she did all my photos for the journal launch. So you would have seen how beautiful those photos turned out over on Instagram. And I'm just so, so stoked with how she just like absolutely captured my vision perfectly and we've just like had a few times where we've just caught up and worked together and she's got her beautiful studio that she originally designed in order to have it as a collective space where other people can come and work with her alongside her and just share the space collectively so she hosted a beautiful day last Tuesday with six women and she just put on an absolute spread for us and we just all sat there and did some work and just collaborated on different ideas and we all came from very different um, working backgrounds. So to give you some context, like 
we had Lisa then, she's a photographer. I was there and obviously you guys know that I do a whole heap of things from interiors to branding to websites to podcasting. So that was my part to bring. There was Lauren from Albert and Joyce. So she does wedding floristry. There was Sophie who owns the Badger and Hair Cafe in Stratford. Um, There was Lisa Ireland and she is an amazing author and Evie Wilson who is a wedding celebrant and life coach. So there was a big range of different women there all having different things to bring to the table and talk about. However, it felt very easy. It felt very flowy and like a really safe space for us all to be there and work alongside each other. And you guys have known I would have talked about this I wouldn't even remember what episode it was, but I'm always telling you guys how I like to go to networking events and putting myself in rooms with other people and learning from them. And the thing I just kept like thinking about is if you're the most successful person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I just think that's such a big statement because going to that day, I was like the absolute baby in that room like not only just because of my age but just like I'm the youngest one to have like started a business and to be new to all these different things and now I've bringing in like a product-based business as well as a service-based business so there's so much newness for me to learn and to talk to all these women about it and be able to share different ideas on how to do marketing and how to promote your product and how to talk to people and how to walk into stores and just basically just a whole heap of new information that was really great for me to learn because I've never done what I'm doing before with the journals and everything and so yeah I just felt like I just got so much out of it did I get much work done that day no but that wasn't really what I went to do that for I was there to like network meet some beautiful women all who I've connected with online if not already know them in person. So it wasn't like I said, totally outside my comfort zone because I sort of knew what I was in for. I knew the people that were going to be there. But again, just a new environment and to see how we all would go working alongside each other. And everyone had a little connection in one way or another, which was really nice. So I really enjoyed that day and it was a really good indication and representation of how people can actually collaborate rather than compete against each other. So that is why I want to segue into today's topic being all about competition versus collaboration. Competition versus collaboration is something that can be useful in any part of our life and relate back to it. But for me, like I've honestly really ever experienced this in a sense of work and when you're a business owner you do feel it at a heightened level when you when you are talking about like competing against people or competing against people within your workplace or in surrounding industries similar industries or the same one and there's a lot of you like it's a saturated industry but again like this can come up in social settings it can come up in you know the way we compare ourselves to others which we shouldn't but it's honestly a human thing that happens and it just has been a real eye-opener for me and I feel like a lot of repetition has come up on this theme this week about how we are often we're basically we're often opportunity and we can see it as a moment to see it as competition 
or see it as a collaborative opportunity. And it's we get to make that conscious decision, whether we see that person as someone that we can trust to collaborate with, or if we find them a threat and we want to make that a competition mentally between us versus them. And I saw a really great post on Instagram the other day that I'll share with you guys because I thought this was super insightful for me and how I've been in a situation where I felt very threatened. I felt like someone is trying to copy me and I felt like someone's jealous of me and I felt like I'm having to be like pushing myself to compete against somebody else and feeling like they're going to steal my creative ideas and it's like it's an icky feeling because as a creative and it doesn't matter if you are or not but like you feel like when you come up with an idea of something and you're doing out there doing something that you find really authentic to you and really unique to you and beneficial that when someone just comes and does it as well it's just like well that just is such a cop out and you can't help but feel like upset about it because you're just like I thought of it and someone's got the easy way out because they're just copying me and I've spoken about this before and it's just like if they're not creative enough to come up with their own idea them copying you is never going to be as successful because it's not done with the right intention and they're going to fall away because they just they don't have the momentum that you do and the drive that you do because you initiated this idea from your own mind so that's one thing that you will like come to terms with over time when you've like dealt with the triggers of when people feel like a threat or feel like they're competing against you and I'm the least competitive person there is in in anything in work in sport like I'm just never been a competitive person I don't like it at all so I want everything to be fun and easy but again I've been in that situation so I know how exactly it feels so this is the post I saw on Instagram and it literally says competition happens at the bottom people at the top are collaborating and that just speaks volumes to me because I feel like that is so so truth like when you're at the bottom when you're at this and by bottom it means like the bottom of the food chain, like you're new, you're innocent, you're trialing and erroring, like this is the beginning of your journey and everyone has been there. Every single person that is now successful or whatever we define as success, like whoever is at the top of the food chain, big entrepreneurs, big CEOs, they've been at the bottom. They've been there. They didn't just like wake up one day successful. There's a lot of hard work that goes into get into where they've got to. So Firstly, remember that whenever you're starting something new, everyone around you has been there before you, has failed before you and has done something that has made them switch to get to a better positive place to be able to build up that success. So when you are at that point where you're starting out, you're going to feel like you're scrambling, you're going to be trialing different things, seeing the, see what works, see what doesn't work and yeah, along the way you might pick up ideas of people that it might feel like you have to compete and copy just to get somewhere. But again, your journey is your journey. You don't have to build Rome overnight. Like the slower you sort of build up, the better because you're probably going to be doing things with more considered thoughts and you're going to be getting things done properly. You're not going to rush things. So it's not a competition. It's not a race. But at the bottom, you will see people trying to scramble to do something big and quick when that's just not necessarily reality. That's not how it's going to happen. 
and I remember feeling this way like obviously this isn't something that's super established for me yet everything that I'm doing so when other people are sort of new and like I'm you know pushing my ideas I'm putting my things out there and I see someone doing something slightly similar to me on social media or within their business I'm just like oh it almost it does like yeah it like ticks me the wrong way sometimes but I'm just like that's just them starting out they're at the bottom they're at the bottom of the food chain they're trying to get themselves higher so they're going to do whatever they can to see what someone else is doing that looks to be working and they're going to try and do that too that's exactly all it is like if anything it's a compliment we always say that that if someone copies you that's a compliment to you because they obviously think what you're doing is great so you can look at it like that but yeah are you going to be associating yourself with somebody who isn't respecting you and your originality that's not really something you want to be a part of so try and distance yourself from people that are trying to do that to you and you don't always have to like give your ideas out to someone you you can stay in your own lane you can gatekeep if you need to in order for people to just like figure things out for themselves I've always sort of had this mindset and been in two minds that like gatekeeping can become like quite a rude thing but at the same time I've often thought, you know, there's a lot of things I've had to just figure out for myself and everything is figureoutable is my favorite saying. So if I can figure it out and trust me, I don't know much. Like it really is about figuring things out for myself. Then the next person can too. And if someone's going to get an easy way than I did, then that's great. It's going to boost them. It's going to push them to get further ahead quicker. But if they're going to just get the easy way out, they're not going to be able to deal with things as a, and be as adapting later on when serious things come up because they've just had a cop out throughout their early stages. So I just think don't get too caught up by the people that are trying to be like you and to, who are trying to copy your original ideas because it's not going to last. They're going to fall away because they just don't have the stability that you do. So yeah. That's my sort of view on people who are starting out and copying and competing and it's just, it's a yuck place to be in and there's so much other things that you can put your energy on than worrying about those people who are trying to compete with your ideas. So let's talk about some ways in which you can focus your attention on when you feel like someone is in your aura trying to compete with you and and feeling that you're feeling a bit maybe like they're a threat or you might be feeling senses of jealousy, whatever's coming up for you. Let's switch that and let's think about what we can focus our energy on instead. Let's set some goals and what is authentically your goals? What is the direction that you're looking to go in? Not what, any, what, not what anybody else is doing. What do you want to do? So start by setting your next five goals, your next five moves. Like what are they going to be? Who do you want to work with? Who do you want to reach out to? Who do you want to have your product? Who do you want to collaborate with is an option. How much money do you want to make? What kind of project do you want to have? What kind of you know, relationship do you want to have with a particular client? All these sorts of things can come up with you if this is when it's feeling work-related. Or if this is feeling something like, okay, I just feel like 
there's something out of alignment within a friendship group or a social setting or something else is coming up in a different area of your life where you're feeling that competition, focus on what you can do to help yourself instead of feeling like you're comparing yourself to another person or feeling jealous when it comes to certain things. Just focus on like how how can you give yourself some self-love and give yourself attention and even writing down some boundaries, writing out things that make you feel like, okay, well, this is what I'm worth and this is what I should be getting treated like. You know, focus on you and the way you should be feeling in a better way rather than like focusing on the comparison and the jealousy and the threats and the triggers. Like let's work through those things, but also like well, you've got to figure out what your next move is from there. Everything is always going to attract back to you So let's try and make it a positive thing that's going to mirror back to us. So focus on who you are and putting yourself in a position where you're your best self. You know, the happiest people are the ones who aren't worried about anybody else because they're just spending time and their energy on filling up their own cup. And once you are focusing on yourself, you emanate such a beautiful energy and you attract back the people who are also on that wavelength so whether this is in work life or personal life putting yourself in a position where you can provide something with to other people whether it's just the energy that you show up in the service value that you have to offer the quality of you and the like when you're around people at work in a personal setting in a social setting you are giving people off a positive energy and they're investing their time, their energy, and if the circumstances around work, their money into something that is quality and with value. You don't want to be thinking that you're not valuable. You don't want to think that you're not worth the price that you put your service at. So you need to show up as if that is exactly your truth and that you believe that. If not, you're going to attract people who don't also believe that and don't treat you as such in both personal and work-related settings. So really focusing on who you are and your highest value so that you can then attract that back into your life. It's also about continuing to improve yourself. This is again in personal and work. In personal life, this is when we have these perfect opportunities where we can step into self-development, whether that is like reading more books that help us switch our mindset, whether it be like taking up more time to, you know, do something for our body and like feeding ourselves nutritionist things or seeking like medical help if we need to if we don't feel right or going to a naturopath or you know taking time out each day just to go for a walk just to clear your mind like anything that just is going to help you feel better mentally is so important as well as physically but then again when it comes back to work and business you're never going to stop learning so don't ever think that you are the smartest you can be you know everything in your industry like put yourself again in rooms where you're not the most smartest person you're not the most successful person because you have so much to learn still we're all going to continue to learn and you need to learn how to adapt you need to learn how to pivot you need to learn what's going on in the world finances all these things so that people can continue to work with you and and want to do business with you because you're keeping your skills up to date so people want to see that you're continuing to improve yourself by going to things and share that with people share on your social media that you've gone to do a course or you're going to a training day or you're going to a networking event people like to see that you're continuing to show up for yourself so that you don't then can then show up for them 
with improved and up-to-date skills. So that's a really big one too. So like if you're, you know, starting out in your business, what can you be doing? You know, if you're starting a business that you don't have a qualification in, you definitely don't need to go get a qualification if that's, you know, if it's not worth that, if you don't think. Of course, I'm always going to push people to go and get qualified in something rather than just a certification. So for me, like I'm a qualified interior designer. I'm not a certified interior designer. Like I've got qualifications. I went to university for it. So people can start an interior design business just based on passion and the research. But then there's people who have gone to uni who've studied and then I've worked in different elements of the industry that I've learned a whole heap of like broad skill set in so that I can bring so much into my services because I've done not only study, I've worked in construction, I've worked in soft furnishings and industrial and like furniture design, like paid like parts of the industry, as well as then dealing with new builds and, and the process leading up to constructing a home and dealing with different legalities for that, as well as then designing small home renovations for people. And just again, along the way, I'm not just learning about those things in the process. I'm learning about different supplies, different materials, different products on the market. I'm going to, you know, the design show and trade shows so that I'm up to date with all those things that are happening so that I can give my clients the best ideas, the best knowledge, the best suggestions and recommendations and I get them the best trades. Like I want my clients to be like in the best hands. Like they're investing in me to get that result. So that's something that I've got to continue to do and continue to like learn more skills when I'm designing as well. So like it's something they've got to continue to work on. Otherwise you will be left behind and your clients aren't paying something worth investing in because you're not up to date with knowledge and you're stuck in your ways and it's a stagnant energy. I'm sure we've all got something ticking in the back of our mind that we know I really need to do that course. I really need to do that refresher, whatever it might be. I just want to do something for myself. Maybe I need to get into journaling and need to get more in touch with my intuition to figure out what my next steps are and what I do want to be doing. There's a lot of different things we need to go through to get to our next level. And so this is your sign, I guess, to give yourself some time to focus on how can you help yourself to help others. Reflection is a really big thing too and it's about being really graceful with yourself when things haven't gone really right, whether that's, you know, you've had a falling out with somebody through a social group or through with a client or something just hasn't gone the way you wanted it to. It's really upsetting, it can be really triggering but it's a perfect opportunity for growth and to pivot and to adapt and to learn. Like everything comes with a learning curve. So when you've had something go wrong and you feel like you might have failed at something or you failed a friendship or relationship or a working relationship or commitment, whatever it is, it's going to teach you something. So it's about seeing the lesson in that. So for example, I've had situations with clients where, you know, the way I've communicated something hasn't been clear enough to them and then they've come back on me and I, you know, it's gone back and forth a bit and it just gets messy and if anything, it just teaches you, okay, I need to be extra clear with what I'm communicating so that they are not in the dark and that I've got my own back in case something happens and vice versa. So 
as much as like something can be really upsetting and triggering and can it, re- it can really put you off for a while as well. Like you might then think, oh, well, I can't trust that person or I can't, I'm not going to do that again because like, you know, it's just going to end up in the same scenario. It's like, no, what can you do to learn from that situation so it doesn't happen again? Or when it does happen again, you know how to back yourself. You know how to step up and stand up for yourself because you've got a better tool system in place. Continue to improve in in those areas, especially in business, in customer service, in being professional, in being bold, being confident. Having your own back is really important because at the end of the day, if you're a business owner or even if you are an employee, if something goes wrong and you're accountable and you're like it's under your name, what's the word? You're liable. You've got to somehow step up for yourself. You can't cry, you can't hide. You've got to face it. And that's the one thing I've clearly learned since starting my own business is everything falls back on you. There's no one there to save you. So having really clear systems in place, really clear quotations, really clear contracts, oh my goodness, and just having all the information there so that you are prepared for anything and that you will always get yourself out of a situation like obviously honestly and if you're in the wrong you got to be you've got to own that as well and be accountable for that but just continuing to like reflect on on how things are going and do some numbers in your business and be like okay that's going well this isn't going so well what should I focus on what don't I need to work on like you know give yourself some time to reflect and this again isn't just about work whatever you feel like needs to have a point of reflection and just like pick yourself up and be like all right let's move in a different direction because that's not working you know let's change it or if things are going well you know if it's not broken don't fix it keep going there's always going to be a lot of things that are going on in your own world to the, that you have to focus on. So stop getting distracted by the outside noise because there's so much in front of you that you can hone in on and focus on and fix and uh, like evolve, grow, develop. There's so much in front of you to put your energy into. So whenever you're starting to feel like that outside noise and competition and jealousy and threats comparison whenever you feel that creeping in block it all out and focus on what is in front of you that needs to be dealt with that's to do with only you it's you against you that's the only person you're ever competing against so stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and start focusing on some of those things that you know are going to help you get to your next level so that soon enough you won't be worried about those people because you're working on you you're leveling up time after time after time because you've fucked off everyone else and you're focusing on you that's the only way you're going to get somewhere is when you just put all your attention and energy onto your own growth and and have good intentions don't do anything out of spitefulness don't do anything out of jealousy or to try and compete with somebody because you're going to bring someone else down and you're going to be better like there is space for everybody so just focus on focusing on you focus on focusing you know so let's move on and let's talk about how instead of focusing on competition we can focus on how we could collaborate also this week I actually caught up with another local girl business owner to talk about a collaborative opportunity between the two of us and it's in the construction industry. So her name's Annalise and she's also another local girl to me and she is offering now 
contract reviews and dispute resolution for residential projects. So she's a project manager. She's done work in commercial building and construction and she studied construction law. So she is one smart girl when it comes to all this stuff and yet she wants to step now more into the contract part of the building process. So whether you've been in this position or not, Whenever you build a house, I'm sure you'd be completely expecting there's a contract that you sign, whether it's through Master Builders Australia or HIA, and you have to have a very big understanding of what is involved in that building contract that aligns with your quotation, what you're paying for, what you're getting, how many days of construction, what's involved, what happens when this happens, what happens when that happens. And you go through it with the builder and they're obviously going to tell you their side of it and what's in it for them and what's in it for you. But before you sign a contract, it's a great idea that you get somebody to look over it who has the knowledge, who has the experience in the industry so that they can point out things that might look like a bit of a red flag or just make things clear to you so that you know what you're in for. If anything does pop up throughout the process, what like how to have your back as well. And this is both beneficial for the builder and for the client. So that's the service she's now offering. Of course, it doesn't just have to be locally. It can be done anywhere and she can do it virtually. So feel free to go and head over to Annalise's Instagram. Um, you'll find her at Build Together PM. So obviously she's a project manager. So yeah, highly recommend speaking to Annalise if you are somebody who is building a house or building like doing a renovation or anyone who's got a contract in the construction industry relevant that you feel like you need a bit of help with understanding if you have a question that you want to ask your builder but just want to know like what you're covered for or if there is a dispute that needs resolving in a construction project she's great she's got so much knowledge and she'll be the best person to reach out to so obviously we will work together on projects if i have a client needing that part of advice on their contract on a dispute and obviously again if she has clients that need more help with the design part of things then she'll send them my way so it's really great how you can find a connection with your industry and be able to work together refer each other clients so that you can work collaboratively rather than competitively referring back to that post I found on Instagram that I was saying it's like those people who are in business and who understand that in order to get themselves in a better position, they've got to help others out. And again, this is coming, crossing back to like talking about gatekeeping and all those things. There comes a time where you know that it's actually going to benefit you to share your knowledge, to work alongside somebody else and not feel threatened, not feel like it's a competition. There's We all have skills, strengths and weaknesses that we can share and when we feel like there's something that we're not great at, it's okay to delegate that to somebody else or to handball that to somebody else that you know has the skill. And at the end of the day, a client's going to be more grateful for you recommending somebody who has that expertise than you trying to produce something that you don't have the skill to do and not executing and meeting their expectations. So always be honest and, and know your strengths and weaknesses. Again, if you have tried to expand yourself with more knowledge and and training and you still just feel like you want to give something a go, 
be honest again with your client be like this is a new opportunity for me so I just want to be like clear that it might take me more time to do this or I'm not going to charge you as much whatever it might be because you want to be like I want to be transparent so they understand you know where my skill sets at but collaborating with somebody at the top is going to not only benefit you but it's going to benefit them and overall it's going to like when you do it with the right person it's going to be executed just so much better like two brains are better than one and you know the better you are at communicating with somebody and sharing your ideas and when you find someone in real alignment with you you're just going to have this pool of like expansion happen because someone has a way of helping you bring your ideas to life that you didn't think you could do because you just sometimes need that support person as well someone to be in your corner hyping you up and like yes we can do this and it pushes you to get something done I definitely have felt that with like talking to some of my clients like Fliss the yoga barber is an epic like example when I was working with her on her branding all of a sudden I was just like you're inspiring me to like push my business further and like when she was telling me she wants to do a podcast I was like I've always wanted to do a podcast too and it pushed me to like get my shit together and get it done and like launch it and sometimes you do just need that little push from somebody else to be like oh my god if they're doing it I can do it too not if they're doing it I can't do it there's such a big like reality check you can have with yourself and be like actually I can fucking do this they're my expander not my competition we all know what we could do to collaborate with somebody as well. Again, coming back to like, is there a part of your business that you struggle with that you can see someone does it really well and be able to set up a meeting or way that you can connect with that person to get some like info and ideas of them and like, what can you then offer them? Like there's always just going to be a bit of a return somehow to make it feel like a collaborative experience and that you're helping them in some way too. So ultimately this episode is just about reminding you that there is two different choices you get to have whenever you feel like there's somebody in front of you that's offering something that's similar to you or that feels like it's on the brink of being a competition or a way of them trying to steal your ideas there's always a place in your mind that you can be like is this an opportunity for me to focus on them comparing myself to them competing with them is this an opportunity for me to go within and work on myself and my skill set and continue to expand so that they can't do what I'm doing because I'm continuing to grow or is this an opportunity for collaboration how can I work with this person help them out and they can help me out how can we do something together that's going to benefit the both of us instead of us being at a point where we're competing where we're jealous where it doesn't feel aligned because especially like this can come up in in like a local town when there's so many people doing the same thing or this can come up within a friendship when perhaps like you know you've got two friends trying to do the same thing like it's all about how you can stop and be like oh I really want to support that person I don't want to feel at, you know, at a crossroads with them. So how can we work together? And having this as a really clear conversation with that person too. Communication is really big for me too. And I just think the more you can be honest with somebody and be like, look, 
I noticed that you're doing this. Is there any way I can help you find your own way so that you can come up with ideas that feel more aligned for you and authentic to you? And in return, like maybe you can teach me how you've done this. Like there's always something you can gain from somebody else. So opening your mind up to that opportunity as well and how we can learn from somebody um, no matter where they are in their journey and no matter where you are in yours. So I hope you found this episode beneficial. If this is something that you found relevant to an area in your life or in your work life, or if this is something similar to what you've been going through lately, again, it's just been a bit of a repetitive conversation for me lately and experience. So I feel like it must be pretty universal. It always seems to be the way. So yeah, I hope you got something out of it. And this has just been your reminder to really focus on yourself and stick to your own lane sometimes rather than trying to compete with everyone else and all the ex external noise going on because it doesn't always help us. It sometimes blocks us. So yeah, focus on you, focus on your next level self and how you're going to get there rather than what everybody else is doing. 